Hey everyone, welcome back. Today I wanted to take you through a ruthlessly effective technique which you can do starting today at home and from today onwards that will ruthlessly boost your results. I have seen guys create insane improvements in terms of their networking opportunities, in terms of the job opportunities that have come to them, in terms of the money that they've made, in terms of the self-confidence they have in themselves, in terms of the way other people treat them, just from this technique alone. So what's the technique? It's super confronting, by the way. The technique, <laughs> the technique is being on time. Now, before you jump and say, hey man, what a stupid thing to say, uh, I'm on time, like that's, that's not even a technique. Let's get clear on what the definition of being on time, let's align our definitions on being on time. Here's what I mean. When you have an appoint, uh, a po important appointment, so that can be a date, that can be, um, for example, a meeting with a colleague at work, it can be a meeting with a very senior boss, with, with your direct boss, or maybe with someone who reports to you, my question to you is, if your meeting's scheduled for three o'clock, then at three o'clock, are you sitting at the location that you've agreed on with your notebook out and your pen out ready to go for the meeting to start at three o'clock, right? Or are you like most people uh, who <laughs> texting, oh, I'll be a couple of minutes late. Oh yeah, oh, oh where, where are you? Oh, oh, you're not there yet. Oh, me neither, no problem. Right, like, are you uh, are you someone who? And please don't feel bad about this because this was the, one of the most confronting things that I had to deal with. Um, it was one of the hardest lessons I had to learn, yet it improved my results so much. Like with you, when you get to your meeting location, are you ready to go at the pre-scheduled time, or are you just that sneaky thirty seconds late? Like maybe you rock up there at three o'clock. But then you're, you know, you're sitting down and you're opening up your notebook and you're getting out your stuff and then it's 3.01 or 3.02 when you start, right? Now, I hear what you're saying, which is, dude, who the hell cares about an extra 30 seconds, an extra one minute, an extra two minutes? I'd like to think the answer is no one. And if no one cares, then maybe it won't be that hard for you to be an extra one or two minutes early next time. And let me explain why. This is insane. It's really confronting, but, and I've been through this journey, that's why I can help, right? Here's the thing. The practice of actually being on time to be where you said you were gonna be at the time you said you were gonna be there, it actually is a lot harder than it looks. It requires you to set boundaries with your previous appointments it requires you to manage your schedule so you're not trying to over-prioritize things, uh, to, you know, to over-commit to too many things. It requires you to not be a people pleaser. <laughs> it requires you to, uh, you know, enforce boundaries, but also regulate your energy so you're not overstretching. It actually is an incredible personal development exercise. And as a result of you being able to do it, what happens is people can start to feel that you are the type of person that when you show up, they can feel that you're someone who really values their own time. You can, they can feel 
that you're someone who's actually really disciplined. They can feel that you're about the business. You're about, you know, you, they can trust you because you did what you said you were going to do consistently and they can feel that from you. So they feel a sense of like, wow, you are a high value person. And what that does is it starts to filter out people who don't have their stuff together and make space for the high value people that do. So I've seen people get insane opportunities in terms of job promotions or, you know, like networking opportunities, which led to, uh, you know, getting a job in a different organization, which paid like $100,000 more. Like I've seen stuff like that happen just from this tiny technique alone of just being where you said you would when you said you were going to be there. Because when you do that enough, and I'm going to unpack this, but when you can do that enough, what it communicates to other people is that you are someone who's trustworthy and someone who values their time and someone who does that what they're going to do. And that's actually really rare. To feel like you're someone who has their stuff together, it, it invites people to want to get your help more. It invites opportunities. And I'm going to give you, I'm going to show you just the sheer level that this can impact you with an example. This is how I explained, to do, explained it to a client recently. So my clients, one of my clients is a barber. And um, I noticed that uh, when we first started uh, that, uh, you know, like even though he has a booking system, which is, hey, you can come in at 10 o'clock, he wouldn't start your appointment at 10 o'clock on the dot. I noticed that often it would be a bit late. Uh, and hence, this was one of the first things we walk, work, worked on ages ago. Uh, how I explained it to him was, hey man, let's say that you were going to a physio and this physio is actually freaking amazing and what he does. Uh, the only issue is this physio is so strapped that uh, when you, uh, you know, you have to book an appointment, say it's at 3.30, but when you uh, get in there, that physio usually doesn't take you in at 3.30. It takes you in at 3.35, at 3.40, at 3.45. That physio is so strapped with clients that, that physio, you're usually late um, to get there. So, but you know that this physio is amazing at what they do. But you also know that this physio, the, the, the time they're going to see you is to be late. The, the physio typically runs late. Right. So... I said, would you recommend your regular friends to him, to that physio? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I would. Like, it's not a problem. A couple of minutes late, whatever. He's a good physio. It doesn't matter. But then I said, let's say that you had a friend who's a mega multimillionaire who you know his time is worth, uh, for simplicity's sake, you know that his time is worth, um, let, let's call it a thousand an hour. Let's call it 500 an hour. You know his time's worth 500 an hour. You know that this person actually has a very demanding schedule. He's very much in demand. He's a very high value person, right? Would you recommend that person that you know their time is worth 500 an hour and, and they, they've got a lot of demand on them. Would you recommend they go to that physio? Uh, and he's like, well, you know what, actually, Jim, I wouldn't be that comfortable doing that. And I'm like, why is that? He's like, well, what if that multimillionaire guy books in with the physio uh, and he books in for 3.30, but the physio does what he pretty much always does, which is he's late. And as a result, it makes the multimillionaire guy late to something else. Wouldn't that make the multimillionaire, multimillionaire guy a bit frustrated? And I'm like, it probably would, right? And, um, and, so I'm like, and he's like, yeah, and that's why I wouldn't uh, um, suggest that he go to him.
And I said, yeah, that's right. See, for that multimillionaire to go to that physio appointment, let's say the physio appointment goes for an hour for simplicity's sake. Let's, take it, let's say it takes him half an hour to, you know, prepare for it, go to it, you know, go there, park, whatever. He goes through the session for an hour and then he comes back and it takes him about half an hour to come back and all that. That's two hours. That's a thousand dollars of this multimillionaire's time, which he, that's actually how much going to the physio is costing that multimillionaire. It's costing him a thousand dollars to go to the physio because in that time he could have been doing something else but instead he's using it to go to the physio so actually in a way he's paying that physio a thousand dollars plus the physio's fees to be there and then on top of that if the physio is late and it means that other things get impacted that's a lot of time and money that is getting used up because that physio is late and as a result, that physio is missing out on high value clients. That physio, in a way, you may have heard of, uh, you know, birds of a feather flock together. In a way, that physio is missing out on, like the physio is restricting himself to other clients who also don't have their stuff together who also don't have that higher value on their time because they're willing to twiddle their thumbs and, you know, accept his lateness, basically, because they probably don't have as many other important things to go to. So they're willing to put up with that, that time delay. But with the multimillionaire person, they're actually not even going to hear about this physio because that physio doesn't have their stuff together enough to respect time. And the multimillionaire person respects time a lot. So can you see that you know and you can think about how this may apply in your own life can you see that by you not having your stuff together and by you not knowing how to be on time you are probably restricting the opportunities you have with other people other high level people high value people because for you you don't have your stuff together as much and therefore people are not even comfortable creating connections for you because they're like, man, this guy is barely keeping his own ship together. He's usually late. I don't know if I can give him any more, any more opportunities. But if you start to be that person who the meeting's at 3.30 and you're there, 3.30, ready to go. After a while, people are going to start to feel from you, hey, I can really trust this guy. Like when they said that they were going to be there at this time, they were there. Because guess what? As it is small, so it is big. When you start to practice... Being on time, when you there when you said you were going to be there, then suddenly the, the other things that you commit to, it's like a ripple effect. When you start to commit to, yeah, I'm going to deliver this report to you or I'm going to report to you by Friday at midday, you're going to end up reporting at five, Friday at midday. Why? Because you're, you become the type of person that actually honors your commitments. And then they're like, wow, like I can really trust this person, depend on this person. I'm much more comfortable connecting this person to a more high value, to, to you know, a high value person, a high level person, because I know he's not gonna squander the opportunity. I know they're not gonna embarrass me. So I hope I'm making sense, presenting a good argument on why it's good to be on time. The other thing it's gonna do for you, a couple of things, to be honest. Number one, by you being on, like you being on time actually you have to do a couple of hard things to be on time. 
And as a result of doing those hard things, which I'll explain in a second, it means that you boost your confidence. It means that you, because you've gone through the hard things that are necessary for you to be on time, it makes you show up to that meeting with a level of groundedness, a level of centeredness, a level of, hey, I don't F around. I honor my time. I've done what's required to be here. So I'm very present to you here. So you better be worth my time. And that's intimidating for a lot of people. And what it does is it makes those people maybe not want to be around you as much. And it makes more high level people want to be around you because they can feel that weight because they have that weight. Because for them to be where they are, they've had to really honor their time and honor their commitments. And they can feel, wow, this is someone who's got their stuff together, like me. I want to, like, it's hard to find people to depend on. I think I can depend on this person. And for you, because you've done with repetition so much competency on doing what you said you were going to do when you said you were going to do it, you know, being there on time when you said you were, that competency creates confidence that you cannot replace. Because you're like, hey, I freaking did everything. Like, like what, when I say it, it gets done. I can't fake that. When I said it was going to get done, it got done. I can't fake that. So it, it, it gives you a level of upgrade in terms of your certainty within yourself and your comfort and your self-esteem within yourself. You may have seen my video, which is, you know, your network and your, sorry, your network and your net worth comes from your self-worth. Doing this activity helps you boost your self-worth because you're like, hey, I actually have integrity. I did what I said I was going to do. Here's the other hard thing that comes with the territory of being on time. <laughs> Two things, or let me say three things. The first one is enforcing boundaries with others. Because when you try to be on time for a commitment, you're going to interface with people who don't have respect for time and are chewing your ear off or trying to take more of your time than you welcome them to. And as a result, because they won't shut up, it's going to make you late to your next thing. It's going to force you to have to say to that person, I I'm so sorry, I'm really sorry to interrupt. Um, so wait, can you stop, 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 stop. Sorry to interrupt. I, uh, I promised someone I was going to be somewhere at 3.30, so I actually have to go now. Uh, can we resume this over email? Can we organize another meeting? Um, and if so, is there an agenda for that meeting? Because if not, maybe um, we don't need another meeting. Maybe we can finish the rest over an email, you know. But I need to be at this next place by 3.30, I promise them. Because get, get this. When you, if you had the opportunity to meet the CEO, would you be there on time ready to go? You would, right? Because it's the CEO. So why aren't you treating everyone with that level of importance? Because if you do and you start to treat your own time with that level of importance, you're going to connect more and more and more to that kind of vibe of the person who is worthy of, of hanging with the CEO more and more and more. Right? So number one, it's going to make you, like force you to learn how to set boundaries and say, sorry, I cannot stay beyond this I, because I've made a commitment at this time. 
you know? Number two, it's gonna make you have a hard look at your commitments and are you over committing? Because for some people, they, because they're scared of saying no to people, they end up committing to too many things. And that is gonna take you to a place where you are drained, burnt out and eventually stuck. It's gonna stagnate your career and your progress in different areas. So it'll help you stop over committing when you start to actually be conscious of your time. When you force yourself to be on time, it makes you go, you know what? This isn't that important. You know what? I'm just going to become comfortable in my own skin and just have these are my top four priorities. That's it. And here's the last thing. It stops you from giving into like this beast mode thing of thinking you can do everything. Even if you're not a people pleaser, some people think that they can do everything and then they keep on getting burnt out as a result. And forcing yourself to be on time is going to help you have a hard look at yourself and go, you know what? I don't think I can commit to all of this. And it helps you actually set smarter goals and smarter commitments. And here's the cool thing. When you can find that level of what you can commit to and just go through that, the confidence you get, the, the contentment you get, it leads to opportunities from a different paradigm. So instead of playing like that physio at the $100 per session level, you're gonna start playing with people who are willing to pay $200 a session or $300 a session because they value their time that much that all they want from you is to just freaking be on time and be effective. And if you can do that, you're gonna, people will want to pay you more. The right people will want to pay you more, just like that physio example. So I hope I've presented a good, good reasons as to, uh, you know, the importance of being on time and just how much it can help you. And uh, in terms of how to do it, you know, be careful about what you commit to. And if you commit to being somewhere at whatever time at three o'clock, say, be cognizant about what you need to do to be there on time, ready to go. Okay, well, you know what? I need to, um, this is the location. It's gonna take me this long to get there. Maybe this long to park. Maybe add a little bit of extra time for, you know, things getting in the way. Um, and then I'm gonna be there with my notebook ready. That's what I need. Cool, I'm gonna get there um, at 2.55 and I'll be ready to go, right? And it sounds boring. It sounds like you're a nerd. But my gosh, like when you start to do this for long enough, it makes you feel a level of competency and a level of confidence within yourself that you cannot fake. And it gives you the confidence to allow bigger opportunities to come to you because you know you can depend on yourself. It's a hard journey, but I really recommend you go on it. I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, good luck. I'd love to hear how you go. I'll see you in the next one.